Yo, 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 what's going on? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with... His co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm on the microphone. Motivation Monday, so we are here to share some fire quotes, share some thoughts, some things that we've really just kind of been thinking on in terms of fitness, health, happiness, routine, self-development, all these great things, as well as answer your questions. And we have a really jam-packed episode, so let's kick it away with my quote. So my quote is coming at you from Seneca. And it's that we're tight with property and money, yet think too little of wasting time. The one thing that we should all be the toughest of misters. So what he's getting at here is that we so freely will be concerned with how much we spend, with the things we have, with things that really are trivial, that come and go, that don't last forever. But time is our most finite resource. And you hear this all the time. Like billionaires in particular, they'll say the one thing they can't buy that they wish they could is time. It's that currency that we all have a certain amount of and we don't necessarily know how much of it we have either. So it's really important we're aware and we're being maximal with it. And it just, this quote really shook me because it made me think, how can I maximize my day? How can I make sure each day I'm left fulfilled? I'm doing things I like, I'm doing things that challenge me. I'm really just being aware of it and not necessarily being concerned with other small little things. Like as he mentioned here, property and money. It's so easy to be so concerned with these novel little things and not really experience life and live life. I mentioned before the quote, be alive and really live. You want to make sure that each day has its stamp. It has its excitement. It has something going for you that you can enjoy. And this quote really just inspired me with that. And I'll have a little bit more to add in my thoughts, but that is my quote for this week. Very well said. And uh, I'm just going to jump right into mine here, which is people are working harder than ever, but because they lack clarity and vision, they aren't getting very far. They, in essence, are pushing a rope with all of their might. And this is from Stephen Covey, who's the author of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I was just looking through some of his stuff, uh, mainly because we're doing a book challenge for anyone who is part of our 60-day challenge. We have to read an amazing growth book, and I recommended some of my top ones, and that is definitely in my top five. But I really like what he said, and it's just, I do think that a lot of people just don't have the right direction and just the right path that they're on. And especially within fitness, I always like relating these things, as you know, back into fitness. And I think there's just a lot of time spent, you know, we're going back to time, Josh's little thing there, which is awesome, but just on the wrong stuff, just the things that aren't actually going to give you the best bang for your buck and just not even sure what you're actually striving for and just going down the wrong road essentially, which is just going to have you go back, have you go backwards and just have you making no progress. So I really like this quote and uh, it's just something that really stood out to me. So hopefully it resonated with you in some way or another. And that's all I have for my quote for this Monday. And once again, if you see a quote you like, write it down, save it. Sometimes we'll get into motivation longer, but I'm not feeling motivated. I'll look through certain quotes. I've even mentioned before how it's really nice in those moments to be able to pull from those great quotes so you can be inspired and fired up. Like if you're tired in the gym and you want to just quit and end the workout and you think don't stop when you're tired, stop when you're done. That's fuel in your pocket. That's going to get you going. That's going to get you through that set. And that's where quotes can be incredibly amazing. And they can be snippets from really wise people you respect, historical figures. And in particular, we love just the emphasis on quotes and we really love seeing the amazing response we've had to them. And it's like one of our favorite segments. We're really happy that we can keep that in there. But now we're going to jump into the thoughts. So I just have like a little bit more of a smaller one but I usually do extra abs in my basement so I'll do like crunches ab rollouts all that good stuff just something to give myself a little bit more challenge after my cardio especially now that we started my shred and I've just been loving that I bought this little banner it's like $20 on Amazon and it's just Arnold with his arms wide open with just the text conquer 
And when I'm doing my abs and I want to stop and I look up and I see Arnold, I see that physique, I see that conquer, I see the arms open on stage, gives me that extra little jolt, that extra little bit of fire. So we'll talk more about motivation later, but it really goes a long way to sometimes get some things that do inspire you that give you that inspiration whether it's a phone wallpaper whether it's a a banner in your basement something at the gym quotes like if you can find those little tricks which we will talk on later it's a huge boost and that's just one thing that was on my mind very well said and uh yeah even just uh the other banner that he has is uh what is it discipline equals freedom that's another great one from jocko willing i have that as well in my office and it's just every time i sit down to work i'm like i like seeing this and it goes a long way but My main thought here and going off of the seven habits of highly effective people, I was actually just thinking, I was listening to something this morning and they brought it up just, uh, it was some sort of motivational speech, begin with the end in mind. And referencing back to that book, I truly do believe that anyone who is looking into getting into personal growth, self-development, that every thing listed in that book is just absolutely game changing talking about being proactive focusing on win-win situations beginning with the end in mind and when i actually think about what that means it goes such a long way and even just for the fitness journey as well of course referencing back i think a lot of people don't begin with the end in mind they're always focused on the one thing in front of them and just like they make a lot of irrational decisions based off of that they're not focused on what's going to happen after the diet they're not going to focus they're not focused on what's going to take place in the future and i always do say okay it's good to be present it's good to take all that stuff into consideration but you can also get yourself in trouble when you're not thinking long term when you're not thinking uh you know just different stuff like that and even just in the email that i sent out this past week i was talking a lot about one of the biggest mistakes is just so many people focused on that like short-term thinking and i i just love the principle i love the book and uh, i highly recommend it it's just something that's been on the top of my head absolutely awesome it's just those little things you can pull from books books those mantras and i've said it before but the problem with modern books even as i'm doing this reading challenge and i guess an update there i believe i'm done well still reading a few but i'm at 26 books already which is awesome not even halfway through the year so i'm in good standing it's always good to be ahead of those goals but i have noticed that a lot of the newer books will really just have one point and hammer it home uh kyle read this book the gap and the gain i didn't choose to read it because it seemed immensely repetitive and um like even hearing him describe it i'm like oh this is giving me a headache i just can't hear the same thing over and over and that's not to say that there isn't merit there and these books can be good and sometimes that one thing can be the thing you need to hear so bad but it really is awesome to read a book to pull that thing from it and have that tool in your tool belt and something to change your mind. And we mentioned this before with many books we've read, but if you're someone who hates that repetition, you can't read those books. I'd really recommend staying away from some of the newer books. I know it's a different little pivot, but some of the old ones have a lot more depth, a lot more different aspects. And what's hard, I think now as an author can come out with a new book every six months, make a ton of money, have it about one point, even uh, Ryan Holiday's newest book. To me, it started really strong and then it kind of phased into repetition, which is understandable, but then the pair it with products and services and all these different things and that's where it can be hard when you mix in monetization with it whereas before someone would like put their life's teaching into one book so it's really easy to be tempted by all the new ones with amazing covers but there are a lot of like legendary books that are worth getting into and if you want some suggestions you can check out our instagram at clossfit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t with some of our favorites that we've gone ahead and share there uh people ask me what my favorite fiction and non-fiction book was and uh instagram ama i answer that there so 
that's definitely something else that I would like recommend like following us on Instagram for. But I'll go ahead and answer that as well. That was a question I was going to add to it. But like, what is the best book I've read in 2023? And the answer for that for uh, nonfiction was Naval Ra the Olimac of Naval Ravikant. Uh, I think Eric Jorgensen is the one who surmised it. So an Olimac essentially is when they pull just from different podcasts. So you could do an Olimac of Kyle and pull all of his podcast stuff, all of his YouTube stuff, all of his Instagram things, and someone could write a book in his name with things he said. And what's cool about Naval Ravikant is he's this billionaire, well, almost billionaire, but really rich dude who really focuses on optimizing for money, uh, peace, as well as happiness. And it's cool because a lot of people will be money focused, but not so much focused on like happiness and peace. And even our podcast, we think it's really important you find balance because you can be super rich and not have any fitness or health to enjoy. You could have all the fitness and health, but have no freedom to enjoy that fitness and health. And you can always be stuck. So that book, for that reason, I thought was really good. Some really good thought cues. And then a fiction book I've really been liking was Red Rising. So it's a whole little saga, which is really cool. It's been really, really fun. And if you like like dystopian sci-fi kind of stuff, it's uh, really good. But what would you say, Kyle, are your favorite books you've read this year so far? Ooh, that's bonus a good question. question. Yeah, uh, it's bonus question. I would definitely say the almanac that Josh shared with me. It's cool because uh, of Naval Ravikant because he's sharing. He's like, hey, I checked out this book and it's awesome. So that was definitely, I'm trying to think. I, I have a list of all the books that I've read. I think I'm close to 10 right now. So I'm, I'm definitely very far from Josh, but I'm definitely a lot further ahead than I have been in the past, which is awesome. But um, yeah, there's that side of, there's that, uh, I did like endure by Cameron Haynes, which was like an audiobook. It's just more so it really depends though on what you're looking for. Cause I like running, I like that type of stuff. So I felt like I related to it a bit more and, um, pushing that threshold, but I would say definitely the almanac, um, of Naval Ravikant was number one. Uh, I liked never lose a customer again because I felt like it was very applicable and, looking back on what I learned in terms of just like helping our side of things within the business and even just that everything like that, I felt like that was definitely awesome. But uh, yeah, I've got a lot more to do. So um, yeah, I'm just going to have to step it up here, I guess. Yeah. And we have episode 500 coming. So maybe we'll make that like a best of or something. We haven't really decided what we're going to do there yet, but that's going to be a really exciting episode. So we'll have more there, but just wanted to give a few really good books as well. As I mentioned, we do have a lot of posts going through some of our favorites. One of our requirements for a challenge just to actually read or listen to a book depending on the level of the challenge you've done so once again if you're a client you're already on that you're already reading which is amazing and it's a great opportunity to learn expand your mindset and really progress forward but now we're going to go ahead and jump into our client shout out so who do we got uh, for this week Kyle so this week we have Allison and I am just so proud of her. I've been working with her for a while now and she's lost about 30 pounds now and she's getting wedding wedding ready and uh, actually her bachelorette's coming up this coming weekend, which is going to be awesome. But uh, I'm just honestly really proud of her for investing in herself, for showing up every single week, for doing what needs to get done, even just, you know, the best part about this is there's always going to be obstacles, but there's some people who say, you know what? whatever, I'm not even going to try. And there's someone like Allison who says, oh, I'm going to buy a walking pad so I can get some extra steps and some extra cardio. She shows up no matter what. And I love the coaching experience because you can really personalize based off of their situation. She'll share when she's hungry. She'll share what her situation is, where she's at. And there's, and that's where a lot of people struggle. I'd say in fitness is they always think that if there's a set amount of calories and that's it and they follow it forever, cool, I'm going to get there. And they don't realize that there's so many obstacles. There's so many things that come up. There's been times where she goes away. Okay, we need to fix this. There's going to be things that pop up. So regardless, I'm just so proud of her. If you are watching on YouTube, you can see photos of her as well, as well as some of her 
top tips. You can also check it out on Instagram, which is will be linked down below. But above all, it's just amazing. She lost a lot of fat, built some muscle, and this brings me into the point right now, we are doing our summer shred, which is awesome. So that started, we're underway, I think just about a week or so in, which has been incredible. But we are actually looking to take on five people who are looking to simply lose fat. So you're looking to lose up to 20 pounds, maybe even 25 pounds of fat within the next 90 days, get one-on-one -on -one support, get that help that you need. You can also jump in into the group, which is absolutely phenomenal. We have five to 10 posts going out every single day from everyone, sharing different recipes, sharing different wins. If you need that accountability and that support, hit us up on Instagram with the keyword fat loss on Instagram, as I said, on Instagram, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T, and we will take care of you and get you next level results. Having a coach is gonna get you that next level no matter what. And what I love about Allison is she's investing herself in a time where it's hard to do so. She's got a wedding coming up. That's always like the last time people wanna spend that money because you're spending so much money on like flowers, photography, suit, like it's just overwhelming venue. Like it gets so expensive. But the number one thing we see as coaches too is people putting off their health and fitness for life events. Life happens, it's exciting, and it's easy to fantasize that there will be a time when things slow down. There's that perfect time where you have just an insane amount of time for your fitness. And a good example is usually at the intro of the I want to be fitter and healthier, you get university students and it's, hey, I'd love to invest, but I have no money. I'm busy with school and I'm not going to invest now, but I'll do it once I'm done school. Then you finish school, you get your new job and then you want to invest, but you don't have time because you're just overwhelmed with this new job. You have no money. You're just starting out in life. It's crazy. Then eventually you get married. You got a wedding coming up. That takes a ton of money. So you don't have time to do it then. Then maybe you have kids and then kids take all your time and your energy and your money and then you can't do it then. Then you'll do it when you're later and then you're like, oh, I'm getting a little bit old. I might be past my prime to be able to do these things and you put it off more. And unfortunately, Kyle said it before, if you don't make time for health, unfortunately, it'll make time for you. There's just so many negatives that can happen by not being in a healthy and great position. If you wait till it's too late, and you're responding because of some kind of disease, uh, obesity, uh, bad position, a lack of energy, just needing to from doctor's recommendation, you're hurting yourself. And that's why I want to challenge people today with this fat loss opportunity. You need to get ahead of this because the perfect time, I've said it before, is yesterday. The next best time is now. There's always going to be things popping up. And to the quote above, instead of guarding your money so you can go buy more things, you're going on a temporary vacation where you feel happy for four or five days, you can invest in yourself, learn the tools to have more energy, to learn how to have a healthy relationship with food, to learn how to master getting in the gym and actually understand what creates progress, to be immensely proud of your body. And even for Allison, it's so easy to say, I'm gonna save that money that I could have spent on coaching and get it that much nicer of a dress. But you can see her photos, like she's gonna be glowing in any dress she's in because she's changed herself. She's seen her potential. She's worked her composition. You can see the smile. And like, I'm just very proud of someone who can look past that immediate objection instead of just guarding and being focused on that small, not small, it's a huge thing, a wedding, but to actually say, I'm gonna be fit with this and I'm gonna do these things together and she's gonna be in such a better place because of it. So I wanna challenge everyone with that today. No matter your situation in life, you gotta say, I need to take my fitness and health seriously. And perhaps I'm preaching in the choir because you're listening to this podcast, but if you're not seeing the progress you need, life's getting in the way, having a coach is gonna solve that because you're gonna have someone who specifically cares to guide you through it. Like if you think of a teacher in school, they're there to help you follow the curriculum, to succeed with the curriculum. If you fall back to give you extra attention so you can succeed and move forward. And it's the same thing with 
fitness. It's so easy to be overwhelmed. We were getting lunch today. A lady was asking us a million questions, some good things, some things you're like, oh man, this is a crazy myth. She's really gonna set herself back with this. And by having someone who's just gonna put you on that straight and narrow, ensure your success, hold you accountable, it can radically transform your life. Even making an investment with one coaching block can change how you approach fitness, nutrition, health, accountability. So this is your time. I just wanna spit some fire, especially as we go into summer. I want everyone to be fit, healthy, and happy. That's why we started this. That's why I got into fitness. That's how it all originated. And we love that we can do that on such a grand scale. And I love seeing people that thought they could never do it become that person who's fit, healthy, happy, looks phenomenal, is a role model to others. So you absolutely can too. This is your time now. We're opening five whole spots, so you have no excuse. You got a great chance to get into this. As long as you want to see change, you will be accepted. We will get you there. So you can go ahead and DM us fat loss on Instagram at ClossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Now we're going to jump into our first question, which is I have a hard time staying motivated. What should I do to stay motivated? So Kyle said it before, I got a banner in my basement that he got me, which I really appreciate. Um, it's also from a book and that's just discipline over motivation. So Discipline is what you can rely on. I've said it before, motivation is fickle. You don't know how you're gonna wake up. You could have a weird sleep, construction could be going on outside, some dog next door could be barking all night. Like These are things going back to like what I was saying earlier. Well, I guess I wasn't saying earlier, but I've been really focusing on what I can control in my life and what I can't control. And the one thing we can always control is how we respond to things. So for us to expect to be motivated is unrealistic. There's plenty of days where I go to the gym five times every week, it's something I do. There's plenty of days I don't wanna go, where it's inconvenient for me to go, where it's harder for me to go, but I go and get it done anyways. If I only did the things I wanted, I wouldn't go very far. I'd probably just be sitting on the couch, eating potato chips, watching Netflix all day. So instead, you have to build up that discipline to get to that point where you can go and get these things done. And discipline's easier to build up when you are motivated. So maybe you're looking to get started in your fitness. It's easy when you're charged up to start planning out and building those habits. And you don't have to go zero to 100 right away. You can start by maybe being like 30% of your potential and just saying, I'm gonna go to the gym three times a week, I'm gonna hit my protein, and then eventually I'll scale from that. Then you can build forward and utilize that discipline to have more success. Because if you really just rely on motivation, you're gonna go to the gym for a week, you're gonna fall off, you're gonna stop going, you're gonna eat good for a week, you're gonna fall off when it's hard, you're gonna stop going. So it's really important you change that mindset. Motivation is like a boost. It's like that magic little thing where if you get it, you ride it and you take it. And there are ways you can definitely inject more motivation or be more likely to be motivated. And we made entire episodes on that and we'll share some of our favorite tips here today too. But more than anything, it's important you make that structure. And for me, like I didn't wanna go on my walk this morning. It's the last thing I wanted to do, but I always do. It was raining and I'm like, I have this discipline. I'm gonna get after it. I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna get it done. Cause there's days where I don't wanna do it, but I know it's that task that's gonna make me feel better. It's gonna make my dog less nuts and crazy during the whole day and keep my house nice. So for me, it's very worth that. And that's my time to listen to a podcast, to be outside, to get fresh air, to be just outside of my house to start my morning, to start my routine. And by setting that precedence, it allows me to keep doing that, to get to the gym, to have success there. So we're really big on that. And it's easier to be disciplined when you have good structures, guidances and tools to do that. And that's why with our clients, we make it a very bite-sized way. We've worked over 10 years to make it as uh, effective as possible. Instead of overwhelming you with crazy criteria, we make it into little bite-sized things you can do throughout the day to establish these amazing habits and become that super fit person. So anything you want to add there before we do give some tips on how you can be more motivated? Yeah, I just, I hear it so often like, hey, I wasn't motivated this week. Hey, you know, I'm not motivated today. And I hear it. I mean, 
I love Motivation Monday. It's incredible, but you have to do something with it. And I, a lot of times my response is, hey, neither was I. Like, neither was I, but I did it. And I think that's where so many people struggle. And I think like even I'll just spend a second on this, but like when it comes to the walk, the only time I'm really charged up and motivated is when it's perfectly amazing, sunny out, awesome. But that's going to be not not so often, unfortunately, here where we live. The only time I'm like super fired up for the gym is if it's just an arm day or if I'm like never sore, nothing. Like, all that stuff. But the reality is that when you just show up no matter what, and you just don't even care about whether you're motivated or not, and you just build up, like I can think of seven things right now that I've done today that I wasn't motivated to do. And it's just, it's, it's a difference between people who get stuff done and people who don't. It's just, you do it no matter what it is. And uh, I just want to stress that before we give some of our top tips here. Yeah. And when you have that attitude, it's almost freeing because you're like, this is just something I have to get done. And I'll use the analogy. It's easy for parents too, because it's so easy to overlook like the gym and healthy eating. But I'm like, you don't just say, ah, I don't think I'm going to pick my kid up from daycare or school right now. I'm just going to leave him there. And same with people. If you have a job like day in and day out, I guarantee you, you don't want to go to that job bulk of the time you get yourself there, you get it done because you know that reward is getting paid. And with fitness, that's going to, by you doing what you need to do, getting in the gym, it's going to give you endorphins so you feel happier. It's going to help you build that body you want where you can live longer, feel better, and do more and have more capability. When you're eating well, you're giving yourself body the best food so you can operate better, so you can have more energy, more excitement to be around the people you want, better, clearer skin, like all these different things. Like the benefits are endless. So it's really important you remember and you put the precedence that you need to do these things. If you just have them as, oh, I'll do them when I feel like them, you're going to fall out of the gym and nutrition really, really quick. But in terms of motivation, I do believe you can kind of inject more motivation. So for me, one thing I'll do is it's hard for me not to be motivated when I hear a motivational video. I respond to that. I know some people just see it as like corny and like, oh, these people are just yelling hype things. It works for me. So I use it. Some people get really charged off of music. If you're like, music is just crazy fuel, it gets you in the zone. It just makes you want to like dance, work out, do whatever, save that and really enjoy that time maybe save new songs new albums for the gym go in there and take advantage get that done another good example too is if you're fueled by certain things like if there's a position in your life where you've just felt you looked amazing you're at your peak happiness and health and you looked amazing make that your wallpaper and say i'm going to get back to it like there's a lot of different things you can do to utilize that obviously caffeine can give you a little bit of aid to get fired up planning things out, eliminating obstacles. Like even for me, if I know when I'm training the next day, I have my gym clothes laid out. I know when I'm going, that makes me more excited to do it than when I just need to find a random time of the day. So those are kind of my top tips. What do you got? I think for me, the biggest thing is just focusing on my goals and having them very laid out very specifically. Because even the other day, Josh is funny. He, he brought up at a dinner and he said, Jeremy's been squatting this much. He's been doing well. He's, you know, catching up and he, you know, just said all this awesome stuff about it. And I was just like, holy, I've got a new goal now. First of all, I want to be Jeremy, but also I realize I've been slacking a bit on my squats. Now I'm going to push harder on leg day. Now I'm going to do this. So even what could have been a pretty not so, not so good workout today just turned into a more motivated, more fired up. I'm just, I'm in it, I'm in it to win it type of stuff. And I find that when I am just focused on that, even just right now, I can't say I care much about running, but if you give me a goal to focus on and there's something I'm going for, I'm hundred percent dialed in no matter what I'm all for it. And I find that a lot of people, similar to what I was saying, how they don't have the direction, they don't have the goals. They don't know what they're striving for. They don't really have that purpose. So when it comes down to actually showing up for that workout or for whatever it is that you're striving for, you're just not going to do it because you're not really sure what it's going to do for you. And so I'm very specific. I know what I'm doing in the gym. I know why I'm doing it. I know what the benefits are of the 
walk, the nutritious food. So it's much easier to show up every single day because I have that clarity, I guess you could say. And that's the thing that really pushes me and motivates me to make the best decisions possible. Yeah, great goals are just an incredible thing. I actually have a quote I just put up on my wall now and I'm gonna to try to remember it, but it said, it doesn't matter. There's something about a, a ship with wind and the speed that a ship can generate from wind, but it doesn't matter if you don't know what port you're going. And this is another Seneca quote, but the case in point is you can use a lot of energy running somewhere, but if you're running the wrong way, you're actually gonna be doing worse. But when you have really good goals and inspire you, it's more motivating to do those steps, even if they're hard to get to that result. And just even chipping a little bit of effort into getting towards those goals can be very motivating. And if you know that workouts can help you look amazing for the, that event on the beach, that's great. If you're like me getting strong is going to help me lift my kids better. That's amazing as well. So whatever it is and whatever motivates you, you can use it. And we've said it before, if you're like, I just want to look sexy and that's my thing, or I want to get a bunch of girls, or I want a bunch of guys to notice me. If that motivates you, that's fine. Like everyone can use their own thing, whether it's like a really positive intrinsic motivation or not. Like you just got to find the things that do inspire you and go ahead and utilize them to actually get something done. So killer question there. Now we're going to jump into number two, which is I'm just about to start my weight loss journey. What is the best way to start losing fat fast so the biggest thing and this is awesome because we are doing the summer shred even myself josh we all as a community are starting to shred together and i'll give you an example of what i personally just started to do in terms of the change so i was eating a little bit more and i wasn't doing as much cardio so two instant changes for me personally was just decrease my calories brought them down a couple hundred and i started to incorporate some more cardio that alone my energy expenditures going up and then my calorie uh, intake is going down which creates a calorie deficit strength training i was already doing a lot of that there's not a whole lot i need to change there everything else was kind of i mean i guess the other big thing that i'm really just passionate about is just high quality foods now that you know i'm in a deficit i'm eating a little bit less food i'm looking to just shred off some body fat and all that stuff it's very very important at this time more than ever to make sure i'm eating as many veggies as possible of course i'm hitting my protein still but even just more fiber all that great stuff in my personal opinion, that alone will make such a difference. For someone who is like just getting started and you haven't built up all these habits, the other thing I will say is just make sure you're strength training three to five times a week and make sure you're doing it efficiently. And uh, that alone, like, I mean, I can list a million other things, but those personal tips, like those things, I truly believe will go such a long way. And uh, the last thing will just be have guidance and have support because there's going to be tough times. There's going to be those times where you don't want to do it. You're not sure what to do, what changes to make, how many calories to eat. I mean, fitness can be confusing. And even someone said in our DMs recently, and they just said it's so hard nowadays with everything, all the information, with all the, even just everyone trying to make food as tasty as possible. Like, it's very tough. And I totally get that. But having that support there, I know we talk about the promotion, but please just reach out to us. We'll take care of you. We'll save you time, money, and energy, and we got you. Yeah, and my thing is like jump all in. I think where most people go wrong is they'll kind of half commit to it. They'll do some things. They'll do what's convenient. They won't be overly accurate. But if you want to lose fat fast, if you just sink into it and you say, I'm going to do these workouts. I'm not going to cut any corners. I'm going to be eating good. I'm going to have to sacrifice a little bit. And especially when you start that first day, that first week really strong, you see that change. You see that reward. It makes it a lot easier to maintain it, especially when you see like a scale reward, a mirror reward, a clothing reward, your pants get a little looser. It incentivizes 
demoralize you because you see it's working. There's nothing worse than half doing it, seeing no change, being demotivated, and then pulling away from it. That's the easiest way to have no success. So the best thing you can do is go all in. And that's where, like Kyle said, having a coach can be so beneficial because you're gonna go all in. You're gonna have someone holding you accountable. You're gonna know you gotta check in at the end of the week. You're gonna know there's criteria of success you need to meet. And if you're not making them, meeting them and you're stuck, you're gonna have a coach to guide you through that, which is another benefit as well. So that's my biggest piece of advice there. And just winning those small battles will connect it. My other, I guess, bonus biggest piece of advice now that I think about it, is to think big picture, don't get in the nitty gritty with it. It's so easy to say, oh, if I have a little bit of cinnamon, some science has shown that helps reduce some body fat, that, that or stomach fat. That's not your problem here. Your problem is really netting that you're in a deficit with your nutrition, you're working out, you're actively burning calories, you're doing things to change your composition. That is net what is gonna cause the change you need in fat loss get out of the gutter with the small little things because you're gonna waste time and energy and you're actually gonna ignore the big things that are actually gonna cause you to progress. But last week, Kyle did a rapid fire for me, so we're gonna do it for him. I actually generated a lot of good questions. I was only gonna do five and I'm like, screw it, let's do 10. So we'll try and rip through them really nice and quick and we should get some fun answers. So first one, it's probably what you expected, but what is your favorite quote of all time? You can have results or excuses, you can't have both. I knew that. So back in the day, Kyle used to get like funny videos of his mom where he just scream motivational quotes at her and say, so mad. he's going to say he's going to work out till he's going to puke and she gets so upset. And that was like Kyle's starting ground. And that was like his quote, like that's what everyone said. And that is a powerful quote. Results or excuses, not both one or the other. And going back to going all in, if you want results, you need to look for result oriented actions. You can't have excuses because they're not going to get you there. And there's always barriers, but you need to break through them. Okay. The second one, and this is a really fun one is what is the biggest piece of advice you'd give yourself 10 years ago? So the reason I asked this is Kyle definitely has changed a lot in the last 10 years. He's seen a lot of self growth and I don't even think he knew this. It was funny. Actually, I was watching a TV show about a Zamboni driver or he was just in it. And I remember Kyle saying one of his goals was to be a Zamboni driver because you'd get more hourly. So it's really interesting to see, not that anything's wrong with that, but how far he's come, the impact he's had. So what was the piece of advice you could give if you could look back? I would just say like, you're capable of so much more. I feel like I was so small minded and that's kind of what I knew. And so I didn't really know that anything was possible in terms of this online stuff, this fitness stuff, like everything that I've accomplished. I'm very glad I found the path. And even just looking back, like I give Josh a lot of credit because he introduced me to the personal growth world and I wouldn't be anywhere without any of that stuff. But I feel like it was just, you know, 10 years ago, I was what, 18 years old. I had no focus, no, like, I mean, at that age, I think it's a little bit different, but I, I just, yeah, like I, I think the biggest thing is just like really, I didn't realize until probably 21, 22, which I'm very fortunate I realized earlier. I know sometimes people don't realize later, but you're capable of so much. There's just a world of like growth and amazing stuff out there. You just have to get your mindset right. And uh, I don't regret a thing that I did, but um, yeah, just, yeah, I'm just happy. I'm very grateful to be here. <laughs> I love that answer. Like I think everyone too is so much more capable than they think they are. And when you get a taste of what you can do and what's possible, it's amazing. So don't put yourself in a box. If you're listening to this, the sky's the limit. If you have ambition, seek them out. And as I've said pretty much every week now at this point, it's become a tradition. The journey of a thousand miles takes with one step. So sometimes doing an uncomfortable thing, putting in some action towards that goals. Who knows where you will be in 10 years from now? So awesome answer. Next one's a quick one, favorite book of all time. 
So yeah, honestly, I hate to say it again, but it is definitely Atomic Habits. Uh, top three Atomic Habits, Compound Effect, and then uh, Stillness, as well as Success Principles by Jack Canfield. Great books, but I mean, I just think of the one that's had the most impact and the one that has changed the thought process. I always think like, what can I apply here and what has it taught me? And uh, I will say 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. It's an older book, but that was the first growth book on top of Compound Effect that I read. Anyways, those are some of my favorite ones. I love them and uh, they've definitely changed my life for the better. All great suggestions into the next one. And this is a little bit more of a dramatic one, but a fun one. What is one thing you want to do before you die? And the reason I asked this is we went skydiving in Dubai and it kind of made us think like we need like a life bucket list, like these crazy experiences, like skydiving over the palms, things like that. So what's one thing that you feel like you want to do really bad? I just think uh, I'd say just really traveling to like more unique places and checking out the world a bit more. We've got quite a few Singapore clients. So I think it's just really cool to see like what's out there. And I feel like I haven't seen much of that. I mean, we got to go to Dubai, we've done a few things, but I would say just really circle the world in different ways, shapes and forms, maybe check out Europe, check out, you know, I saw in, uh, the other day, someone went to Maldives or whatever. I know I'm like, that's not cheap. And that's not uh that's pretty expensive. But I'm like, that looks really cool. So long story short, just check out more of the world, see what it's all about and experience those type of things. We are doing a bucket list thing where we're doing F1. Uh, formula racing uh, each year. So we're doing Montreal this year, which will be awesome. And then a snowboarding trip. So like just more experiences, like living life, you know, just I never want to have a regret and look back and I'm so active now. I'm so capable. So I'm like, I want to make the most of it, you know? Great answer. And the next question was biggest regret, if any. Honestly, I can't say I have any. I would say circling back to one of Josh's questions earlier about like just the, you know, what you wish you could tell yourself or whatever. Like there's part of me that, I wish I could have told myself to just not like, just follow your dreams. Like I love fitness. I knew I love fitness. I didn't think I was able to make a living off of it. And I kind of just started to doubt myself there. And I said, you know what? It's not meant to be. And people would tell me to do other things. I went to school for something I absolutely despised. Uh, it was a trade and I'm not a handyman and I hated it. And I spent two years, almost two years. Uh, I really disliked it and every time I was working on something I would always think about fitness they would say hey isolate this wire and I would think about isolating the muscles they said hey uh, find the resistance of this uh, furnace or whatever I'm like thinking of uh, the resistance of the gym anyways so I definitely don't regret going because it made me realize and I'm so grateful for what I do now because of it but I definitely wish I like when I said hey I'm gonna do this I didn't listen to what others said or just like the beliefs of others I think if I jumped right into it it could have been even crazier than what it is now but um, that's my only kind of semi regret but it honestly taught me a lot like the biggest thing is what can you learn from these things that you made a mistake on or what you feel like you messed up and that's all I really got I like it not doubting yourself that is an awesome answer and the next one's a fun one because I don't even know if you'll have an answer favorite movie ever bruh I don't know I'm not, I, I I you know what it's funny falls asleep. I, I fall asleep in movies but like what's one movie if you're like that's my favorite movie like what comes to mind without overthinking <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think Josh sometimes will ask like you'll be like oh that was a good movie I'm thinking you know I like John Wick I liked the creeds like all that other stuff because those are more recent ones that I watch but a lot of times I'm like I don't even remember what happened in that movie uh oh man I'm trying to I pfft. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. There. All right. Well, we'll chalk that one up. I didn't know if there'd be an answer. That's a funny thing. Because yeah, he's definitely not a big movie guy. I love movies. So I definitely but I'd have a hard time picking a favorite one. So that's why I thought it was a fun question. Next, we'll group them is favorite exercise, least favorite exercise. I'm going to say favorite exercise is going to be uh, honestly, 
bicep curls. I, I don't want to sound too, I just, I love the pump, any sort of bicep variation. I did a couple yesterday. Uh, you know, I did the ropes and I did the, uh, some hammer curls. They just, they feel great. Um, sometimes I love shoulder exercise. I feel sometimes that they, it'll bother me a little bit here and there from my previous injury. So I don't love them as much anymore, but I would just say simple curls just feel incredible or maybe tricep pushdowns as well. And then least favorite, least favorite, just Bulgarian split squats. I did them today. I mean, you got to do stuff that you don't love, stuff that you hate. And it, they just, uh, yeah, they're just, um, they're not fun, but they give you great benefits. And uh, I think they're incredible to do. They're just, they're not ideal. Absolutely. Okay, cool. And then next we have, uh, what is your biggest challenge right now? Would you say very open-ended? Yeah. Biggest challenge I would say, Oh man, I'm trying to think. And by the way, for the movie, I just thought as well, it's the one with Will Ferrell and uh, what's his name? It's like it's a classic. It's uh, Step Brothers. Step Brothers. I'd say that's one of the favorites. It just it's a classic. It's funny. Uh, Winning Crashers is funny. I, I really am a comedy guy, so I will say like it, they're easy to watch. Anything in depth, I'm not. I, I lose focus and I forget. But I'd say the biggest challenge right now, um, I would say definitely getting through the boring weather right now like i feel like i'm constantly anticipating the future and i i don't really love that mindset of just like when it gets nice when it's perfect like it's not a nice day at all and i'm just thinking i'm, I'm trying to be positive trying to make the most of it so i think once summer comes and I, I hate to say it but i'm definitely anticipating that um the other thing i would say the biggest challenge is just like constantly showing up like what I mean by that is it's so easy to just you know I've built up my habits I've got everything set out but it's kind of similar to what we were talking about motivation and discipline no matter what I even I feel like if I've done something a certain amount of times like there's still those times where it's like it's challenging and like I think for me it's not as much of a challenge for other people but it's just showing up every single day no matter what getting everything done um, I don't think there will ever be a point where it's like everything is simple you know and there's always even just within our business there's always things that we have to kind of you know navigate you know we're not only fitness coaches but we have you know the social side of things we have the coaches and there's always these different things so I think it's just kind of getting used to that and uh, just navigating everything as they come and uh, you know making the most of it and yeah just doing all that great stuff so that's all I got awesome all right now we'll go into the 10th and final question which is what is something you've changed your mind in fitness in the last 10 years so obviously we really believe that science updates things change fitness trends change so what's something like you thought you believed in that you've kind of changed your mind on I'd say the biggest thing, and this is the one that stands out to me, is that you don't have to eat 100% clean. You don't have to be absolutely perfect. I think when I first started, I remember going to Boston with Scott Herman and uh, saw him have a bag of chips when we went to his house and stayed there. And I was like, this is possible. Like you can be a fitness influencer, do what he's doing and be in shape and still have this stuff. And I just, I guess I never thought it was possible. And I was stuck in my own mind of just like following a meal plan where I'd have a hundred grams of protein in the morning. It was like Steve Cook, some bodybuilder. So I think it's just more so that you are able to have flexibility. I remember when I competed at a show as well that I uh, I was walking around having an ice cream cone like a few weeks later and I was scared that people would see me having it because it was in the area that I used to work and they'd say, hey, you're this fitness guy, you're this health guy, why are you having an ice cream cone? And so I've learned the hard way that you know, you're able to fit this fun stuff in, you're able to still get some incredible results and uh, that's one of the biggest things for me. 
All right, that's it for rapid fire. If you enjoy these, let us know. We definitely are going to plan something fun for episode 500 once we get there. But as always, we thank you for tuning in. This is your chance to reach your full potential in fitness, health, and happiness. And beyond that positive trajectory, you never want to think you peaked. You never want to think back when Tony Soprano said it back when is the lowest form of conversation. Oh, I used to be fit back then. I used to be healthy then. I was pain free then. No, like let's do it now. You shouldn't be at your peak now. You have so much potential, so much to give. And like Kyle said, don't doubt yourself. So if you're looking to take the next journey, next step and join a journey with us with our online coaching, you can DM us on Instagram saying fat loss to at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out.